Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome everyone to another suds segment. I'm one of your hosts, good old gal Juliana, and joining me today at the table is good old boy Sean. Hello, hello. And good old boy Dave. Hello, hello, hello. Ooh, wow. Just a little bit better than Sean. Of course course but we all knew that uno mas hola <laughs> wow. well recently we started a new series and we call it beer club it's kind of like a book club but instead of everyone reading a book we listen to an album and instead of discussing it over coffee or tea or whatever the heck book club people drink we we collectively here each pair that album with a beer or two or 20. Then we drink the beer. Oh, and then we talk about our feelings and stuff. <laughs> feelings. <laughs> feelings suck. <laughs> oh, sometimes I wish that show was still on. Anyways. Oh, it is. It is. The oh, new, is it? The There's new, new versions? Oh, yeah. Some of the new episodes of Beavis and Butthead are phenomenal. Uh, no freaking way. I highly recommend the episode where Beavis uh, thinks he sees uh, Jesus in a Dorito chip and then goes on a quest to find meaning. It is it is some of the best writing Mike Judge has done. There's a couple of other episodes wow. that are really spot on, but yes. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty rad. I let, Yeah, that's cool. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Well, actually, we talk about beers and... The album, okay, and Be- our feelings. Well, and scoring. Wait yeah. a second, <clears throat> Dave. You only have two feelings: feeling drunk and feeling full. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good because o- it's true. <laughs> I know, right? It's what I speak, truth. Okay, good old boy, Sean. You picked the album for today's episode, so why don't you tell us about it? Alrighty, today's album we're talking about is Isaac Hayes's Hot Buttered Soul. Um, yeah. Uh, this is uh, where to start with this album. Just so many <laughs> platitudes. and um, I think it's always a good sign for an album when it's sampled prodigiously by the hip-hop community. Mm, and, um, that's fair. And also sure. I believe Portishead has sampled it as well. So, oh god, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this album, you know, I was definitely familiar with it before I ever uh, received my first copy of it, which I probably picked up sometime after 2005, um, maybe 2007, 2008. And, okay. Uh, put it on and just had my mind blown. Yeah. Um, so this was released, I think, in what, 69? Yeah, 1969. 1969. And yeah. so the backstory is, is uh, 
Isaac Hayes was part of Stax Records. Uh, you know, had written with David Porter many classic songs like "Hold On, I'm Coming," and uh, uh, you know, played uh, you know was either played piano or organ on a lot of uh, Stax uh, albums. Yeah. And uh, but no, Stax found themselves in a very precarious position in that the deal that they made with Atlantic Records uh, screwed them. And as no, a result, you don't say. Yeah, those Erdogans. Yeah, yeah Ahmed Erdogan uh, made made a pretty bad deal with Stax, and uh, um, obviously Atlantic came out on the winning side of that. So Stax had a, a, a problem on their hand. They had no catalog, and they had all this artists. So they called all their artists in the studios and said, uh, "We need you to make some make some music and make it." Make it quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure yeah. whatsoever. Nothing like pushing that creativeness. Yeah. So um, unlike a lot of the work that Isaac Hayes did, this was actually recorded in Ardent Studios, which is also in Memphis. Um, and uh, Legendary Studio, uh, Big Star, recorded all of their great oh, music yeah. uh, in Ardent. So uh, the producer is listed as Al Bell, Marvel Thomas, who uh, I was surprised to learn is Rufus Thomas, the Crown Prince of Dance's son. No way. Yeah, yeah, that blew blew my mind. Uh, and Alan Jones. Um, and then the backstory is is that um, this is actually Isaac's second uh, solo album, and uh, the first one introducing Isaac Hayes did not go over that well. And uh, yeah. uh, Isaac said, "Oh, if you you know, uh, Al, if you want me to do this album, I have to have complete creative control, complete freedom on this." Sure, and sure. Al said, "Sure, go have for at it." it. So uh, what that cre- complete creative freedom brought us was four, a four-track album. Again, this is a record company that needs to make money, and Isaac is taking a huge, huge gamble in the best, best possible way. Talk about a payoff, right? This yeah. Is, this has worked out so well. Uh, so... <clears throat> Two of the singles uh, were "Walk On By" and uh, "By the Time I Get to Phoenix." Um, you know, the other thing that's really interesting about Isaac Hayes is his love uh, for um, you know some of the people that were making popular music at the time. Um, and I'm trying to find uh, Burt Bacharach and Hal David. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. lots of lots of classic songs written by those two and Isaac Hage was a huge huge fan uh, and then Jimmy Webb wrote By the Time I Get to Phoenix um, that is an 18 minute 42 second tour de force yeah um, and then uh, also on there is One Woman uh, and then uh, the other track yeah say on it there, dude say it dude <laughs> hyperbolic <laughs> syllabistic sesquidalianistic yeah uh, yeah um, and uh, the best part of that song is that um, Isaac has the backup singers sing that part. He never says it himself. Uh, but yeah, so. But wa- they do a fine job. They do a great job. <laughs> um, so uh, it was released in June of 69, peaked at number one uh, on the top of the R&B chart, and at number eight on the Billboard 200. Um, you know, contemporary and, you know, retrospective looks at this album have all been very favorable reviews. Like I said, the hip hop community has gone to this album a number of times to sample, and uh, you know you're doing something right when when it when it catches the ears of the hip hop community. Uh, but yeah, it, you know it was a huge gamble, lots of strings, um, lots of uh, you know I wouldn't say free jazz, but there's definitely moments where just people are just just making noise and it's beautiful. Um, and so yeah, it. Uh, um, 
yeah, this is this is this has been an album that's been in constant rotation for me ever since I received it, and I've nice. definitely turned a number of friends onto it o- over time as well. Very cool. Very no, cool. it's a it's a very solid album. Very cool. Okay, good old boy Dave. Why don't you do the suds ratings, and then we'll get going. All right, we'll be discussing and rating these beers and album with these suds ratings and our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two. Was that a belch? Three. Ah, what a relief. Four. A body should really not make that sound. And five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Okay, let's get to it. So, Sean, you brought an amazing record. Now, let's talk about, for a minute, the glowing beer can you have (laughs) as a pairing (laughs) to Isaac Hayes. Uh, Yeah, so the question was asked before we started the recording, how do these two pair together? And I don't have a good answer other than they're both great. Um, it's fair. And, That's very fair. And also, um, both the album and this beer have a lot going on. Um, True. <laughs> so, yeah, the beer I chose is uh, Lost in Sip of Sunshine. Um, part of it was because it was available in the Nashville market because of the Craft Brewers Conference. Thank, yeah. thank you, Lawson's, for sending so much Sip of Sunshine that is to Nashville. Lawson's Finest Liquids, right? Yep. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, Lawson's Finest Liquids. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I just thought, you know, you, you have a great album. And then obviously, all the albums that we're going to listen to are great to begin with, right? Sure. But, um, yeah, this one, you know, this album's been special. This beer is special to me. So, um, definitely, as <laughs> it's funny, Lawson's, I guess, has now released a hazy IPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, we already thought we were brewing a New England IPA. <laughs> <laughs> and this is definitely one of the classic quintessential New England IPAs. Sure. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Isaac Hayes was supposed to make a record. He turned in four tracks and... <laughs> there you go. And here we go. And nothing yeah. but bangers. Yeah. No, true. And I think it's safe to say that uh, Sip of Sunshine is I a banger. I mean, it's, right? it's an American classic at this point. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Good old boy Dave, what do you think of this beer oh man i mean you you <laughs> even whether you brought an album or not like is you you know you walk in with a four pack of sips of sunshine and it's like you're instantly welcome but the, <laughs> the fact <clears throat> hey for, it, it, it sip of sunshine comes in a four pack four That's, tracks on four tracks it's, it's yeah. like it was serendipitous meant to be, you know <laughs> super hyperbolic blobbity, yeah, yeah exactly yes. <laughs> yeah if you can say that and Sip on your sip of sunshine, life's good. Okay, so we know that you think the beer is good. What do you think of this pairing with the record? Well, this isn't the direction I would have gone, but okay. but I get Sean's reasoning. The, the album is solid. I, I, I tell you, the, the album is, except for a super hype thing, <laughs> it's a pretty sad album. Because yes, it's all about yes. either somebody got cheated on or yes. cheated on somebody or they cheated on each other or they left and came back and left again and all this. It's a soul and version of a country record. Yes, sure. yes it is. Sure. <laughs> well, there's a lot of parallels between country and soul, you know. But yeah. um, 
But I think this is definitely, you know, a, a beer that you can enjoy with anything. And I think it's an album that you really sink into. You know, yes. I've loved Isaac Hayes for a long time, like Shaft and, um, you know, the, the work he did with South Park, of course, and everything. And I think that's probably where a lot of people today probably know him from, right. Chef from South Park, which yeah. is kind of crazy to people of a certain age. You're like, that's how you know, you know, Isaac Hayes, but as long as you know him, you know. Sure. Yeah. And then you go back and you, you start with South Park and, you know, chocolate salty balls. And then you go back. Or good love six nine. That's right. You know, yeah. And then you go back and you find a theme from Shaft or you know Hot Buttered Soul. As long as you're finding your way to th- albums like this, sure. it doesn't matter how you got there. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Cool. What cool. do you think? I personally, I, how could you not love this beer? Number one, um, because it's truly a classic in every sense of the word and consistently over the years I can't tell you how many times I have had yes one version of sip of sunshine whether it was from the can or a draft etc um incredibly consistent it, it is mm-hmm. and that's sometimes hard to do with the crazy amount of hops that have yes. gone into this puppy but it and, is and the a, volume that of this that they are making, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. It's frigging crazy, is what it is. But it's perfection, and it's everything that you want, and it delivers every time. Yes, y- you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, so, although it took me a minute to wrap around my head why you would want to pair something like this with Isaac Hayes. I mean, it all starts to. It kind of makes sense. sense. <laughs> yeah, and I could wrap. I could totally wrap my head around that. I yeah. like this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, see, and if Mike approves, then it's gotta be good, right? Well, what would we rate the sip of sunshine? Okay. I, I know this is tough, folks, but we are going to rate this a five. If I had more fingers, we'd rate it a ten. But <laughs> okay. Well, we will be back with some more hot buttered soul and beer in just a minute. It's not just the destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath. Stars in cobalt blue Look to the left To the right Keep your eyes on the road My darling Wondering if we're only Passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever Sweet love Our eyes ahead Welcome back, everyone. So, on today's episode, Good Boy Sean has brought the record of the day, and that is Hot Buttered Soul. Hot Buttered Soul. He even makes it sound really, really good. He could be a DJ, like he, back in the day. You know what? He might have been a DJ. Yeah, maybe yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
Okay, well, with that record, he brought Sip of Sunshine, which we just rated prior to the break. From Lawson's Finest. Yes, from Lawson's Finest in Vermont. And now, good old boy Dave, what beer did you bring to the party? So, I brought a Hawaiian Honey Hellesbach from Ooh. Edmonds Oast Brewing in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And they actually brewed it in collaboration with uh, Garage East uh, Meadery mm-hmm. in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. So... We've we've talked a little bit about Garage East. I guess I'm saying right now. I don't know. Um, before on the show, but we've 100 percent talked about Edmonds Oast a lot. Uh, in fact, it was one of the best flights of beer. Like I think almost every beer was a five. Sure. You know yeah. when we when we did an Edmonds Oast takeover, and the thing about Hot Buttered Soul to me was like I was saying earlier, like a lot of it's about cheating and getting cheated on and like um what's the one by, about Arizona? By the time I get to Phoenix. Yeah, by the time I get to Phoenix, I was like, Dad man, guy came back seven times. You yeah. know, I was, I was like, dude. And then like he's crying, he's trying to drive, and he's crying. And I'm just like, dude, is he gonna crash his car while he's driving? Like you get you get invested in these songs because the songs are pretty long. Well but and, they tell a story. Well and know? part of that too is it's one of the first times he Isaac does what's known as Ike's rap, where he just talks and, yeah. and talks and talks, mm-hmm. and like, and the whole point on this was I'm going to tell you why these lyrics, you know, are hit so hard, yeah. and you know, and this is the feeling that I'm getting yeah. from this, and I'm about to deliver. And it's like basically women are trashy, and like you know they always use you, and I'm just kidding. But that one <laughs> chick was pretty trashy in the song. But the the thing about it was is like. When you hear stuff like that, a lot of times, like, that's drinking music to me. Yeah. And, like... Well, it was a huge hit for Glenn Campbell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, then again, that's what I I love about Isaac Hayes is he's got this ear for pop music. Well, like, Walk On By was yes. a hit for Dion Warwick, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, and then the like, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, <laughs> that was Mary Poppins, you know? <laughs> But um, Americana, yeah, here it dude. is. He's all, he's all, you know, he's all over. He's locking it in all over the place. But you know, all these songs about heartbreak and heartache and everything. And I was like, you know, I could see you sitting at a bar telling a buddy about this. And it's like, well, what's a beer where you could you could sit through, even though it's four songs. These are some pretty. It's you get a, it's a commitment. You get your money's worth on yes, this album because yes. it's there's there's enough minutes in there, right? So. But I was like, Hell's Box is a good beer. It's, it's lighter, you know, that you, you don't get trashed on it. You could drink a few. This one's like 7.3%, so it's a little bigger. But it's it's also the kind of beer that as it warms up, it's going to grow. And you, know, and you could, like, nurse it for a while and drink while you're telling your, your sad story to your buddy about, you know, the chick that broke your heart or whatever. So that's why I picked this style of beer. And I know Edmund's Oast always makes really good beers. So I thought, I thought this would be a good one to pair. Yeah, this yeah. is nice. Yeah. Cool. Go to Vashon, what do you think of this beer? As a man who's known for brewing with honey. This is this is delightful. Yeah, and, and I was going to ask you what the ABV was, and then you informed me it was in the 7% range. So, yeah, um, does not taste like a... A seven percent beer. It's it just goes down nice and smooth. Um, some nice sweetness up front, and then, uh, but it's just you know, just a nice clean finish. Stylistically, I think it holds pretty true to the to the Hellas Box style. Okay, you know, to to me, anyways. But you know, 
if you can add an adjunct like honey and still and just incorporate it into the beer and not go too far out of style, I think that's good too. Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Juliana? This is a great beer. I mean, in an, in and of itself, this is something I would drink a lot of. Um, it's sweet, but not too sweet. Yep. You're still getting a nice malt backbone. Yeah. You're getting a little hop background in there too, um, just to like sort of end that sweetness and you know and cut it off before it becomes a little bit too viscous. Yeah. If that makes any uh-huh. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and just lovely. And I'm a sucker for anything with honey in it. Like yeah. any sort of honey beer. And I'm there. Like all day long. Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love how refined this is. Because True. it could yeah. have been overdone. Right. And it so right. easily has been overdone before. And we could, you know, count on our hands how many times <laughs> we've had yeah. a beer with too much honey in it. Anyways. So I like where you're coming from. With that, and I, no, but I also like how you have taken this to add upon the record. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I like that it's a completely different take from what Sean's done. Yeah, mine's way better than Sean's take. (laughs) I I think we we can all say that. I'm I'm a pretty deep guy. Oh, so deep. Off the deep end. I'm an an emotional (laughs) well. (laughs) You and your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this what a guy? Dork. Yeah. I know, like, really. <laughs> I like how even as this has been sitting, you know, we're drinking out of these little plastic cups because we're high class. Oh, we're so classy, yes. But like, um, even as it's kind of warmed up, the honey's coming out, yeah, even more. But it, to your point, Julian, it's still balanced and nice. Yeah, it is. It's it's very tasty. It's very tempting. It's it's. But it's a, I, I like how Edmund Zost is showcasing, you know, who makes a good Bach. Like, and right, who's going to have right. a good Bach? Obviously, Edmund Zost is going to have a good Bach. But a Bach isn't something that every brewery is going to go out and tackle, you know? Well, and a Hellas Bach at that, too. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So And I, do it well. Yeah. And this is, I mean, in this time of year, as we're getting into summer, I this is just a perfect time. A perfect release, and and I like the twist on this record. Yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So, what are we going to rate the Edmonds oh. Oast Hawaiian oh. Honey Hellas Bach? A five. Okay. Nothing but bangers. Nothing but bangers. Okay, and now we get to me. What dun, is dun, dun. right? What is Julie thinking here? Okay, so what I brought I got to a pee. I, <laughs> wow. So what you're thinking? No, oh. that's not what I was thinking. But thank you. So I went local. Um, I know I'm weird, but I I just this one spoke to me as I was thinking. What would I pair this great record with? And I came up with being there, brown that. Um, it's from Southern Grist, and it's an American brown ale, 5.4%. Brown ale brewed with lactose and vanilla beans. So, this record, I didn't know of Isaac Hayes when I grew up. Sorry. I mean, I was a little sheltered there in my learning. But um, 
I happened to be in Philadelphia one day, and I happened to be getting my first pair of Doc Martens. Um, I've explained this story in a previous episode, so I won't expand this too much. But during the course of me getting my first pair of Doc Martens, I met and lightly befriended um, a certain... Guy named Hank. (laughs) A liar? (laughs) Um... Henry Rollins. Liar. Yes, exactly. Well, this was before... I am a liar. (laughs) Before that song came out, he was still heavily involved in Black Flag at the time. Which, yeah, I'm old. Anyways, um, I had been a fan of Black Flag, and I'm sure there was times in all of our lives, and even you listeners out here, where you go into this rebellic sort of, you know... Punky, funky phase. I've never rebelled. And I was in a punky, funky phase at one point in my life. And I just was... you think you're going to come out of it? (laughs) Never. (laughs) And I really was sort of enraptured about punk musicians because, I mean, they said what was on their mind. There was no fluffy bunnies or duckies, no bless your heart of the South. It was just there in your face and they were going to tell you about it. Rock and roll. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Nice. So, that was so punk. Right. Okay. Well, in the conversation that I was having with Mr. Rollins at the time, we talked a lot about musical influences. And so I asked him, and again, folks, this is before the internet, so it's not like the only thing that I knew about Henry Rollins and Black Flag was what I was listening to or if I happened to see an article or something like that in like Rolling Stone, okay? Because this is Neanderthal times. So I asked him musical influences and he told me Isaac Hayes and I'm like, had this dumbfounded look on my face. (laughs) So... Next door to the store that I got my Doc Martin shoes, we went to Tower Records. Oh, nice. And he pointed out the record to me. Yeah. And he's like, you are going to get this. You are going to take this home. You are going to listen to this. Yep. Which, okay. He's which like album? a teacher. Black Moses? or a Black chef? Moses. Nice. Black nice. Moses. Yes. Okay. So that was my first introduction. Well, then, of course, and that was a great record. Yes. But so then I got to this record. And when I first saw it, I'm like, four songs? What the crap is this? <laughs> An EP. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but as I went to the checkout, um, the guy behind the counter who was a bit older than me, he's like, What do you know of Isaac Hayes? <laughs> I said, I'm learning. And he was like, Okay. It's Black Moses, Jack. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, um, there's that. So I, I became a fan. And this record is just, I, I mean, it stands the test of time. And I could see why Henry Rollins would appreciate Isaac because they both do the same thing. They speak about... spoken word kind of stuff. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this record is like so perfect and so groundbreaking in that sense. Yeah. You know? So anyways, I wanted to pair this with something that was kind of smooth and kind of cool. Yeah. And so that's why I went that's with this beer. me. Oh. <laughs> and there's that. Yes. What do you think about this beer, Sean? Definitely up front with the vanilla. Yeah. Um, you know, lac- the lactose definitely gives it some body. Um, you know, it's it's really overwhelming on the vanilla. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't try this before 
today. You know, so I will qualify that. I was hoping that it would be a little bit more roastier than what it was, yeah. but well, with a name like Bean, there, like if you just go by the name of the beer yeah. and like the style, you would think because it smells roastier than it tastes. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, and that's why I thought it when you yeah, didn't the, list the, coffee when you didn't list coffee in it when you said the ingredients, I was like, oh. Huh. Yeah, no, you're right. The roastiness is definitely in the nose. <clears throat> Excuse me, but the yeah, the minute you taste it, it's very vanilla. It's very and heavy. Normally, vanilla. it's like you get the vanilla in the nose, and you know, right. and it's, yeah. yeah. But the the vanilla sneaks up on you. Yeah. However, okay, so it might not have been a perfect execution on my part of what it's I. A, it's a great idea. Was intending. However, the concept was solid. Sure, yes. but for this beer, what I like is that it's the reverse of any other brown ale that I've ever had that might have had vanilla in it. Okay. Because most of the time, you get the vanilla at the end, right? You get the roastiness up front, the vanilla at the end, and the vanilla is sort of like clinging at the end. But with this one, I'm getting the vanilla up front, and I'm getting the roast on the end, which I actually like. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. I get that. Okay. It's a, it's a tasty beer. It just, yeah, I just... Want a little more roastiness in the uh, in the taste than than the vanilla. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah, fair. It's, it's kind of sweet. But okay, that's fair. It's actually, it was dessert for the show. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we will rate the bean there brown that a four. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think this was a great episode, dude. Great I, album. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Great and beer. A great album. Yes. So. People, go out and listen to some Isaac Hayes and some Hot Buttered Soul if you haven't already. Sit, sit down with a good beer and just kick back and relax and, and enjoy yeah. Hot Buttered Soul. Yes. Get a box of tissue. You're going to cry. Yeah. All right. Well, go to Boy Sean. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here and happy to share this beer and this album. Go to Boy Dave. Bye. This is Good Old Gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.